0: Happy Thanksgiving weekend. This is the first Sunday of Advent. Christmas is already here. We are in person at the building on December four and eighteen, and the 18th is going to be our special candlelight Christmas gathering. So if you have friends, family, neighbors who are in need of some hope, some joy, peace, and love right now, which I think all of us are, invite them to our inclusive Christmas gathering on the 18th. It'll be a really meaningful time together, and it's one of our favorite gatherings of the whole year. Last Sunday in person, we had a really meaningful time practicing gratitude together, and we talked about some of the psychology behind gratitude, and and this is still the kind of season of gratitude, and we're in Thanksgiving weekend, so I want to share a few of those thoughts. A Roman philosopher who lived 100 years before Jesus named Cicero said that gratitude is not just the greatest virtue, but the parent of all other virtues. And recent studies on gratitude have actually confirmed this 2,000 years later. Dr. Robert Emmons is one of the leading researchers in the world on gratitude. And he found that emotions like happiness and positivity and hope are not primary emotions. They're secondary. They are side effects of being grateful. That it starts with gratitude and then happiness and positivity and hope follow. And sometimes gratitude comes really easy for me, but often my attitude feels a lot more like pessimism, frustration, anxiety. Uh, We've been getting up a lot earlier since we've had Winnie, our puppy, and um, our streaming service now has live NBC. So we'll get up early in the morning and we'll turn on the TV watch the news or the Today Show, and nothing really gets the day going like waking up to reports of the world on fire. It's really well known that the news often has a negativity bias. We see more negative news than positive. Uh, negative news gets more clicks. People watch more negative news than positive. So, why is that? Um, researchers tell us that negative events have a bigger impact on us than positive ones. And one theory is that somewhere in our evolutionary history, it worked in our favor to be hyper aware of threats. Negative news, experience, thoughts, they all have a bigger impact on our minds than positive ones. And gratitude sometimes feels like a contradiction. It's really hard to be grateful when so much is going wrong in our lives, and our world. It seems like the mass shootings won't stop. It seems like politicians don't care enough to stop. So much LGBTQ hate that has turned to violence... This past week at SeaTac Airport, a white supremacist Nazi was spewing hate. We're feeling the effects of inflation, the risk of job loss, and gratitude feels like a contradiction when so much of the world seems so wrong. And Brian McLaren points out that a lot of Jesus' teachings and life held contradictions. You know, he gave thanks and broke bread with friends and also with the very one who would betray him. The complexity of it all. He challenged the assumptions and, and labels that we put on situations and people. He challenged black and white thinking. You know, your neighbor who you should love is not who you think it is. It's actually the person that you've been taught is bad or wrong or dangerous. That's, that's the one that you are to love as your neighbor. And The Sermon on the Mount was full of contradictions. And he said there's actually a blessing that is to be found in poverty. Maybe because poverty challenges the system that says you never have enough. You won't be happy unless you have more. So, yeah, in some ways, blessed are those who are poor. You know, in a world where gentleness is often seen as weakness, he said blessed, happy are people who are gentle rather than those who use aggression to look bigger and louder and get ahead. In a world where violence and aggression often lead to success and power, Jesus says the peacemakers are the ones who are blessed, divine, sacred, happy. Gratitude also challenges this black and white, good or bad thinking. when Life seems awful, and sometimes it is. Gratitude says, yeah, That's not all there is, but our negativity bias really makes the good a lot harder to see in the moment. I know people who have experienced really extreme traumas in their lives, yet somehow they seem genuinely happy and positive and hopeful. And I also know people who have it all, the wealth, incredible job, huge house, the car, and they seem so negative. They go on a tropical vacation and their Facebook posts are about how their flight was delayed and it was too hot. Maybe you know people like that too. The people who are positive are more grateful despite their circumstances. So what if our circumstances don't have to determine our attitude or our well-being? Dr. Robert Emmons, the researcher on gratitude, says that gratitude is the opposite of wanting more. Gratitude and contentment kind of go hand in hand. So he says that you shouldn't compare yourself to others wishing you have what they have because he says that wanting more is actually related to increased anxiety. And he says that gratitude acts as like a buffer for emotions that cause anxiety. So is it possible that our well-being and attitude is partially a choice that we make to focus on either the positive or the negative? And I think gratitude sees both the good and bad of any situation. But it remembers, it reminds us that the bad is, is going to seem a lot bigger, a lot more intense, a lot more important. So I'm going to give extra focus and extra attention on the good in this moment. Focusing only on the bad, um, this leads to stress and anxiety and paranoia. But focusing only on the good, that's not great either, because that's toxic positivity. It's denial. And I think gratitude holds both the good and bad, the ugly and the beautiful, the comfortable and the uncomfortable. And psychotherapist Viktor Frankl is a survivor of the Holocaust, and he lost his wife and his family in the concentration camps. And he famously wrote. Everything can be taken from a person but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. And when we're faced with a hard situation, our evolutionary history points us to focus in on the bad. But we have a choice in that moment to also focus in on what is good what is helpful, what is loving, what is beautiful. Dr. Gregory Jantz is the founder of The Center. It's a place of hope in Edmonds, Washington, just down the road. And it's one of the top facilities in the U.S. for the treatment of depression. Dr. Gregory says, In order to shake off the chains of negativity, we must begin with the truth. And when we acknowledge and then accept our circumstances and choose gratitude and optimism, we are led to hope and happiness. I love that he begins with the truth. We have to accept that this is what it is. And then we can move to a place of uh, recognizing also the good. Begin with the truth. As Jesus said, the truth will set you free, it will put us on the path towards an abundant life. I want to read a prayer that was written by Enfleshed, which is a diverse group, including um, queer and non-binary theologians of color, and they offer a lot of poetry and prayers. Um, And this one is called On Gratitude. I invite you in this moment to kind of ground yourself, to take a deep breath, um, to become aware of uh, the good in your life despite um, a lot of the pain and stress. This prayer on gratitude. To pause and give thanks is to pay attention to the parts of living that bring delight and turn us from what destroys and make life rich, whatever else may also be. This practice of intentional remembering helps realign our perspective with the whole truth of our lives. So when bitterness or fear or grief become the whole view, gratitude points us to the beauty also, the love anyway, and the simple pleasures that surround. Our steady companions in life's complexities. We honor the sacred, we honor each other, We honor the earth and our creaturely companions when we remember this web of life that holds us. All its terrors, all its gifts. Gratitude paired with denial about all that calls for mending and repair will not satisfy for long. But gratitude that is alive to all that is, a sibling of sorrow, a cousin of rage, So aware of the ache and the loss and injustice, but still seeing cause to say, thank you, thank you, thank you, is to feast on the nourishment of God. So may we be a people who are alive to all that is, filled with gratitude, curiosity, openness, and love. And go in peace. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>